0: Welcome to Fresh Pressed for March 3rd, 2020. Gabe, shut
1: the fuck up. It's not Fresh Pressed. It's Super Tuesday Day. Hit Super the music. Super
0: Tunes Day. Uh. I'm not doing the Mario theme song for the music. Well, maybe you should. Um, <laughs> Super Tuesday Day, Andrew. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it's unclear. <laughs> okay, maybe you could explain to our audience where the origin of Super Tuesday Day came from.
1: Well, it's a it's a it's a pun on Super Tuesday, which is today. Um, when I pitched this podcast to Gabe several months ago, I told him that I did not have a good name for it. I had one bad name for it that was definitely not the name we were going with. So you're not allowed to make fun of me about it, for it, on it, and that that name was Super Tuesday because it would come out on Tuesdays and they were super tunes that we were talking about.
0: Yeah, right. Um, no, it was a good idea. Um, no, well, it was a terrible wasn't. idea. <laughs> I shot it down immediately, and we came up with something far better, which is fresh-pressed. It's better, right, guys? It's better. It's better. And today is Super Tuesday Day, or Super Tuesday, so you might be voting. So I think we should mention that if you haven't voted yet today, and you can vote today, please go vote, because that's your civic duty. If you're able to vote, if you don't live in the United States, or you're not a citizen, you are excused. Also, if you're under 18. In some states. Some states, if you're 17 but you turn 18 by the election, you can still vote today, so you should figure that out. And if you're registered, go vote. If you live in California like I do, we have same-day registration, and we're voting today, so go vote. Anyway, so, Andrew, what did we decide to do for a theme this week? We didn't. Yeah, that's probably the best explanation. We thought to honor our original moniker which we have since changed, we would do sort of a wildcard week. <laughs>
1: we immediately discarded. I would not say it was at all our original moniker.
0: Andrew, when he was thinking of doing a podcast with me, thought of this dumb name. So we're going to honor that by doing a wild card week, which just means that we're just going to bring music that we like. And that is somewhat unknown, but is good. That's it. That is it. But it's good. like music's good. Andrew, what'd you bring?
1: I have brought a song that is entitled Liquify by the Servant.
0: Shall we liquefy?
1: I don't know anything about this band or this song. End of segment.
0: Wait a second. You Look, I pulled up their Wikipedia page at least. That's literally all I've done. Gabe, I just got home. The Servant was an English alternative band formed in London in 1998. They are popular in France, Spain, Switzerland, <laughs> and as well as other European countries.
1: That seems like something that The Servant
0: wrote. Andrew, now, were you living in a European country when you discovered... In 1998? No. Well, I don't think 1998 was when this song came out. No, but
1: honestly, I don't know when. Uh, 2004. Okay, 2004.
0: There you go. But that's probably not when you found it. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe if you can explain to us why... Or anything about this band um why why this particular song why liquify?
1: um it's the only one of their songs that i know
0: right okay now that makes sense but as opposed to literally <laughs> every other song that exists
1: uh so this song is just sort of in my memory as being a song that I think my brother bought on iTunes. I'm actually scrolling through iTunes right now to see if there's a way for me to find out when it was purchased. I don't know if that's a thing. April 19th, 2011. I believe my brother purchased it because I don't have any recollection of finding this song at any point. Maybe we like heard it somewhere and then he went and found it. Like I just don't know.
0: Yeah, because this is seven years after the song came out, so it probably wasn't getting any radio play. Did you spend some time in a European country? Not in 2011. Honestly, Andrew, I'm baffled because this song is so poppy compared to any other thing I've ever known you to listen to. And you listen to it seven years after it came out, and you don't know anything about them. So what's going on here? What are you hiding from us?
1: Nothing. Um it's a really good song and I like it a lot. I don't don't know why. I mean like I do know why it's a good song. Um I mean but it's sort of goofy. It's sort of a goofy song.
0: Uh-huh as opposed to like a Mickey song or
1: um anyway, "Liquify by the Servant." Great song. They use some cool vocabulary. Um and they say it They say the words in a weird way Which I like
0: Okay, when you say they use cool vocabulary What words are you referring to?
1: Liquify
0: Yeah, that's the only one, right? Because if you look at all the other words I'm looking at the lyric sheet right now If you look at all the other words They're normal words
1: You're so right It's so normal words But here's the thing about this song Is that he says all the words so fucking weirdly That you can't tell what he's saying So like, the third line is The bus groaned along and he says it like, I'm not scrolling along. And I always thought it was like, but I scrolled along. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I guess it's some sort of British slang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One autumn, you once said to me, there's too much stuff around. The I scrolling along, you put your hand upon the window of the town.
1: I just feel like this is a couple, like th- how many verses is it? Three? Yeah. It's like three little vignettes of like realizing that you love someone.
0: And that's kind of nice. Yeah, I actually particularly like that third vignette. I was at a party. That's when it came to me. Oh, what a moment. I was reading a magazine in someone's bedroom and I thought, you're just so fine to me. Was it a party? That's when it came to me. Oh. You're so fine to me. You're just so fine to me. Shall we oh, you.
1: Okay, well that's my thing. What's your thing?
0: I have the song for you. No. I have a song for you titled Painting Roses by a Portland duo named Dresses off their 2013 record Sunshine. Tell myself I'm not a person who would need someone, then why do I feel alone? Cause if home is where my heart is, then I feel pretty stupid. You were meant for me all alone. Do you think that I'm done? Uh they were a Portland-based duo that released uh, like a couple albums. They released this one and then I guess they released another one that I never listened to. In like 2015. So it might um, as
1: well not exist
0: And then they broke up uh, As a duo um, Their duo is Timothy Heller and Jared Ryan Maldonado um, I discovered this record In 2013 probably shortly after It came out um, through The radio station I was working For at the time called WXDU In Durham um, It was probably on our playlist Of new music and I loved it and got a copy and listened to it a lot. Um, and fresh, this was my freshman fall of college, which was something of a rough time. Just because, you know, starting college, but also leaving home and leaving people behind. Um, and this album brought me a lot of comfort because it's um, pretty sweet. Um, I like the duets a lot. Um, the whole thing is duets between Heller and Maldonado. They feel very intimate and real. Um, I have a very vivid recollection of listening to this song while getting on a megabus to go from Philly to Durham back to school. Um, which is one of my favorite just like general things about music is that how much music can center you in a specific place in your life. Even right, like, this was six and a half years ago. And so I have a very vivid recollection of where it was. Well, I don't know about you but I am alone, my body feels dysfunctional, it's true. Do you, do you think I'm a fool? There's something about the first verse of painting roses that, like the words like almost trip and flow over each other. The way that Maldonado sings them. Hmm. It unraveled like binding from a Bible. I think maybe it's all the alliteration that's in there. I also think the general message is a good one and it feels fairly upbeat um, about this idea of like, oh, I'd like to be so independent, but it turns out that everybody needs people is read without accomplishment when a thorn caught the thread of my skin and it unraveled like
1: binding from a bible only to discover my flesh failed at survival
0: well i don't would you like to begin andrew would you like to tell me what new song you found in your stack of records that i
1: know you keep oh, god it still isn't funny this is the third time and it's not funny this time um I found of my own, with my own mind, all by myself, I found this song. Um, Did you? And it's called Straight Line by Ben Saraton.
0: I remain myself.
1: Um, no, I didn't find this all by myself. I was listening to some other stuff, and then I asked Gabe what he was listening to, and was like, oh, there's this album that like I listened to but didn't really click with me, but I feel like it'd be up your alley. And then I listened to the first like five seconds of the first song. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to listen to this whole album and, <laughs> and pick one of these songs.
0: Well, here we are, four months into doing this podcast, and I think I've figured out what kind of music you like, Andrew.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's this one. This album to me uh, which is entitled Youth Pastoral. When you first sent me this, I said something that I think is not accurate. Um, I said it it like gives me strong, like very chill Fleet Foxes vibes. And I think that might be a little bit true, but listening to the rest of the album, I realized who I'm actually hearing in this throughout this whole album, and that's uh, Mark Linkus, also known as Sparkle Horse
0: yes very much so i think he specifically references sparkle horse in those like Bandcamp liner notes that he does has, he taking cues from the broken sunny pop of sparkle horse yes yeah
1: broken sunny pop is exactly how, is a great descriptor of sparkle horse and a great descriptor of,
0: of this yes album yeah he absolutely sounds like sparkle horse
1: and the other thing that he sounds like here is the album Bony fair Boney fair <laughs> Because there's a lot of horns. I actually looked it up to see if it was the same like saxophonist that plays with Bonnie Iver because a lot of the like runs and stuff sounded so familiar to me, but it's not. It's a different guy. It's a guy named Dave Lackner.
0: Okay. Who's the guy who plays with Bon Iver? Isn't that Colin Stetson?
1: Yeah, Colin Stetson plays with Bon Iver. And he, there's another guy too, but Colin Stetson I think plays the saxophone parts that I'm thinking of. Yeah. But yeah, this honestly, it sounds to me like I I was listening to this waiting for a train in the subway. I couldn't stop thinking of Sparkle Horse and being like, if Mark Linkus was alive and was friends with Justin Vernon, this is the music that they would be making today.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a sad thought. Yeah. Um, But fortunately, we appear to have this lovely human being, Ben Saraton. Yeah, it would be cool to have both, but... One thing that jumps out immediately at the start of this particular song, Andrew, to me, is the slightly detuned guitar. Mm, yeah, there's something about slightly detuned instruments that really gets me. Maybe it's because of how, maybe it's a reaction to how much music is very sp- precisely tuned in 2020. Right, auto tune is very, very good most of the time. When you're hearing auto tuned music, you're not. It's not t pain. You know, it's it's very subtle just slightly adjusting things to be more on pitch. So artists that intentionally choose to go slightly out of the classic 12-tone Western scale like kind of grabs me. immediately.
1: So that sort of detuned or like kind of discordant guitar sound uh, plays really well with the v- beautiful brass sound that he has coming from Dave Lackner. It just makes great use of all of the space. I know that's something I talked about last week with Thelonious Monk, and this is a very different way of doing this, but um, that's something that I really latched onto listening to this song and this whole album.
0: song builds beautifully exactly both in the dynamic space but also in the harmonic space and the instrumentation right everything kind of i think expand is a great word for it it just like opens up like a beautiful flower even though that vocal line which is uh, only the last time i draw a straight line is repeated over and over again and he doesn't change the lyrical content but even his vocals become almost more full they become like Slightly more anguished, I guess, um, and then he kind of launches up into this falsetto. It's really spectacular how it unfolds.
1: Yeah, I really feel like this song to me is—I don't even want to say like—I—it's—it's I, it's certainly unfolding in a beautiful way. I think it is not like a flower, in that a flower unfolds in ways that you easily track. Like the petals are in and then they come out. This unfolds to me more like a fancy ass firework where things just appear and continue like appearing and changing and there's no way for you to expect what happens next because anything you can see is part of the expansion.
0: That's a lovely metaphor.
1: What do you got for me this week
0: i have a song from caribou titled new jade off his new record suddenly yeah you can start feeling glad because you're not to miss something that you've never had Caribou, Andrew, is Dan Snaith from Ontario, Canada. This is his fifth full-length record as Caribou, although he is also recorded as uh, Daphne, spelled D-A-P-H-N-I, um, where he produces, if this is at all possible, more dance floor ready music. <laughs> uh, because this shit fucking grooves. Um, but quick Dan Snaith note, because it has to be said. He is a fairly successful musician. And he also has a doctorate in mathematics from the Imperial College in London. And he did his dissertation okay. on overconvergent sigil modular symbols. Yeah. And I pulled up his dissertation because it's available online. And why not? And listen, Andrew, I studied engineering. I know some things about math. I have no fucking clue what <laughs> any of these words mean in the first sentence of his dissertation. None of it makes any Go sense. Go ahead,
1: to me. read it. Read it aloud.
0: Chenevere defines overconvergent p adic automorphic forms on any twisted form of GL sub n over uh, I guess those would be the real number. No, the rational numbers. I don't know. Compact at infinity <laughs> cohomologically <laughs> by embedding classically constructed irreducible representations of GLN of QP in certain infinite dimensional pietic Banach spaces.
1: Yeah, I had trouble figuring out where certain words started and ended there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got at and by and on and any twisted. Although twisted probably means a specific thing in this context yeah. that I'm not aware of. <sighs> wow. This, this shit is... Like, I know I didn't get a math degree, but holy shit, I can't understand anything here. Um, that is <laughs> humbling. I find caribou's music in general to be boundary and mind-expanding. And by that, I mean he makes me consider musical space in a slightly different way. He's so rhythm-focused in a way that even I think a lot of dance music is not rhythm-focused. Uh, it's like uh, he does all sorts of interesting percussion things and pulls in all line these lines that are designed to be that way. And there are other artists like that in, uh, I think, specifically – about western music here because obviously this is not true if you expand the space outside of kind of the western canon um like fortet also kind of focuses in that way Uh, but it's also so catchy and danceable and groovy and makes you want to (laughs) move has superb control over i think every aspect of the rhythmic construction of music and he particularly demonstrates that andrew in right at the beginning of the song he uses this vocal sample that repeats over and over and over again Um, and it's very simple and then as the song goes along he chops that sample up and spins it and throws it around and tucks it in all sorts of corners of the song and it's the precision is remarkable. Beyond the vocal sample, the other note on this song that extremely stands out are these like big synth drum fills um, where he is almost like synth channeling uh, Phil Collins. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking too. Right? Like they sound like these big eighties drums, like budu, budu, budu. Um, And it's really cool. I think it's really interesting and cool how, you know, your mind gets pulled exactly to this probably this one particular musical reference that he is making. Maybe not specifically Phil Collins, but the whole kind of genesis era of drums and music. So, Andrew, I don't know how much of this you remember, but we actually saw Caribou Live in 2012.
1: I remember none of it.
0: So I remember... Probably more because I was actually I was listening to Caribou at the time in high school. Um, we saw them or him, sorry, open for Radiohead at the Susquehanna Bank Center in Camden, New Jersey. What was really striking about his performance live is he had some other backing musicians with him, but notably him and another percussionist were seated at two drum sets that were facing one another on stage rather than facing out to the crowd. They were facing one another, and he was playing, like, other synth instruments and keys alongside while he was drumming. And then he had this other percussionist drumming with him.
1: That actually does ring a bell, which is a percussion instrument.
0: Sure is. So, Andrew, what else do you have in that stack of records? Anything else that you thought was particularly worthy of a shout-out this week on Fresh Breast?
1: Uh, We didn't talk about Soccer Mommy. Soccer Mommy came out this week. It's a great fucking album. You should definitely listen to it. Listen to the whole thing. The other album that I was super into today, because it came out today, was uh, Joe Westerland's album, uh, which is called Reveries in the Rift. Um, Joe Westerland is not a person whose name I knew but is someone whose music I knew because um he was in the uh, group megaphone for a long time as the drummer for megaphone uh, before he was in megaphone he was in Darmmed Edison which is probably in my top five Justin Vernon projects
0: I have never I hadn't even heard of this particular Justin Vernon project i
1: yeah, so this was his his first his pre Bunny Bear project. It was called Diarmun Edison. That's his two middle names. Um, so yeah, this album's really cool. It's very like, uh, meditative. Yeah, I recommend listening to the whole thing. I I the the reason that I didn't pick something specific from it is because it was hard to like pick out a particular track.
0: I was this close. To bring a song, um, from an artist called Rat Boys. Um, they released a record called Printer's Devil. Which is really good it, uh, Very, very enjoyable I didn't think they brought anything particularly unique to the album Just extremely well executed indie rock um, yeah. Glady released an album uh, Is that how you say ins. that? I have no idea, I'm guessing
1: I thought it was Glady
0: But I think if it were Glady, it'd have two D's
1: I don't think that's right I think it's Glady
0: Whatever, uh, she's from Philly, so that's cool
1: Um, yeah, I was definitely excited about that album. So ready to listen to it. Listen to the first track. Then Gabe sent me the, um, fucking Ben Saraton album and was like, ah, fuck. Ooh,
0: sorry about that. So I
1: haven't listened to the rest of the Gladi album, but I will.
0: Um, and the Orioles released a record called Disco Volador, which is just a lot of fun. Like synth poppy, lots of horns. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, right. Disco Volador. What a great name for an album. Um, so check all of those out too if you have some time this week. You do. You've got time.
1: You can make time.
0: You should always make time for music in your life, for that is one of the true joys in existence. And on that note, I'd say that you can find us on Twitter at FreshPressedPod. <laughs> one
1: of the one of the true agonies of existence, Twitter.
0: <laughs> yes, as a nice uh, foil, um, and. You can find a playlist of all of the music from this week's show on Spotify. Find that link in the show notes. Anything else you'd like to say to the listeners, Andrew?
1: Well, I just want everyone to let me go to bed because I have to work early in the morning tomorrow.
0: Okay, everybody. Let Andrew go to bed, and don't forget to vote. Happy Super Tunes Day. My name's Gabe. My name's Andrew. And you've been listening to Fresh Pressed. Good night.